theyeshiva.net. We're also doing this week a fundraising campaign for all the work I'm involved in to be able to maintain it and grow it to fill the world with uh, with the light and the love and the depth of Yiddishkeit and Pnimi Satayna. So anybody who could participate or make a team, it would really, really mean so much. Thank you to Isaac for making a team. <laughs> it's raiseathon.com slash yy. That's the, the organization that does it. Raiseathon, R-A-I-S-E-T-H-O-N dot com slash Huawei. You can make a team over there and send it to some friends or relatives or acquaintances, business acquaintances. R-A, raise, R-A-I-S-E, thon, T-H-O-N, raise, uh, R-A-I-S-E, T-H-O-N, dot com slash Y-Y. It doesn't mean Y-Y, it means... Uh, So thank you very much in advance. Okay, so let's continue. We're holding Patek Bays of the Mimer, Patek, uh, third chapter of the Mimer, 124, Chukas, the Mimer, Az Yashi Yisrael, Sashir Hazais, Ali Be'er, Enula, Be'er Chafaru Asarim, Karu Nedive Ha'am. It's the paragraph, page 124, the second paragraph. You see? Samach Beis, column three. On top it should say Chukas. The numbers repeat themselves with every Chumash, so you just make sure on top it says Chukas. So he continues, this continues directly to the what we discussed previously. V'gilu Yizeh, hu b'bchina Pnimis, hu b'bchina Makif. Which means, the Maimer previously explained that Knesset Yisrael is called Be'er Mayim Chayim. It says in Shashirim, Mayan Ganim Be'er Mayim Chayim. Mayan Ganim means a spring, a well, a wellspring that irrigates the gardens, Ganim. Be'er Mayim Chayim is a living well, a living spring that comes from under the ground. And he explained that... Uh, there's two nekudas here, there's two points. First he starts with Mayan Ganem. Remember this whole Maimir is based on the fact that there's a shira, there's a song of the Jewish people dedicated to the well. And they even begin, Az Yashi Yisrael, Ali Be'er, rise up, go up, Be'er well. It's like asking the Be'er to go up, Ali from the word Aliyah, like La'alot, Ali. Be'er, Enu sing to her. Like speak to the Be'er, sing to the Be'er, respond to the Be'er, Enu from the word La nice oina, right? Oina enula, and then they speak more about the bear who dug the bear and how the bear came to be about and how they received it, etc. So this is a unique. It's a unique shira, and as I said yesterday, it doesn't say clearly what happened with the bear. Doesn't say. I mean, they had the bear, they had a bear forty years, which was miraculous that it's already in parshas b'shalach. So suddenly here there's a shira for the bear, which is why the mafarshim struggle with it. So here I'll be. The deeper spiritual dimension of the story. He's explaining that Knesset Yisrael is called Mayan Ganem Be'er Mayim Chaim. And Ganem represents Ganeidin, Ha'elian, and Ganeidin Atachten. Ganem are the gardens. Gan is, of course, a garden. Adam Arishim was put into Ganeidin right away when he was created. La'avda Olashamra. And he says, La'avda Olashamra is mitzvah's essay and mitzvah's loisasa. 
which they cultivate the garden, and they protect the garden, and they also irrigate the garden. They irrigate the garden, as he explained, the Torah mitzvahs down here creates the Gan Eden because mitzvahs are rooted in Ein Soif Mamish, even though they could seem very practical and technical. As we remember, whatever is higher sometimes comes down lower. And the, and the, and the Torah mitzvahs access the Ein Soif. They reveal the Ein Soif in Gan, in Gan Eden, bringing it out from Stimu, the Chol Stimen, from something that's completely transcendent and concealed into something that can be Tanug, pleasurable because you can grasp it. Which is why you say Torah mitzvahs creates Gan Eden. It's not just Gan Eden is a reward for Torah mitzvahs, it's much deeper than that. Gan Eden is even in this world. The Torah mitzvahs, it creates every person. We create the energy that we live in. I create the life I live in, also in this world. Like we said yesterday, the Rambam says, Gan Eden is not just, Gan Eden is, is a way of, it's, it's a way of looking at things. Yeah. There was a, there was a, there was a person, his name was Shimon. In, in, they called him Shimon HaKaifer. Shimon HaKaifer. Shimon HaKaifer was a interesting person. The times of the Balatanya. He was a Moscow from Germany, which means he wanted to change the whole educational system in Eastern Europe to secularize the Jewish children. But he did it in a very clever way. He spent time in Vilna, and he was a genius in diktuk. He was very into diktuk. So he came and he said that he wants to help grammar, everyone learn grammar. And he was very impressive, and he started to make textbooks, and he really infiltrated the system over there. And then he would send teenagers away. He said that he sent to yeshiva, and he sent them to go study in Berlin. He was creating a, a spiritual churban. So uh, he went also to the Balatanya, who lived in Liyajna, to convince him to allow him to see the Chadarim and the yeshivas. It was a fascinating story. He told over the story to a cousin of his. So it was written down. So he said when he went into the Balatanya, so he asked him who he is. So he said his name is Shimon. He's a Melamed in Zamut. Zamut was a little shtetl, a shtetl, Zamut. That's what he teaches and what what is it? What does he do? What do you want to do? Diktuk, he loves diktuk. People should know Lashon Kodesh, how to write, how to read. Because then, uh, just like now, then it was very neglected. The maskilim took it as a diktuk, became a big thing. Tanakh became a big thing. That's why everybody stopped learning Tanakh, unfortunately. <laughs> it's a separate parish. So the Alter Rebbe says to him, the Balatanya says to him, Shia I want to ask you a question. How do you touch the Rashi? How do you touch the Pasuk and Parshas told us? It says that when Esav came in with the food and uh, Yitzchak realized that somebody just came with the food and got the blessing, so Vayechirad Yitzchak Yitzchak started to, to tremble excessively. They translated violently, very, very intensely. Yitzchak trembled because he realized that somebody came with the food and got the blessing, which was Yaakov, of course. How do you touch it? So he says, he doesn't do the second pshat in Rashi. In Rashi, there's two pshat. And one is that Yitzchak Pashat felt, you know, he was deceived. So he was trembling. Like, who did this? Me, Eifahu. And the second pshat in Rashi is that Ra Gehenim Psucham Etachtov. He saw Gehenim under, under Esav. So that's why he trembled. So he told al Rebbe that he doesn't do the second Piddush. So he says, why doesn't he do the second? Why don't you say Rashi says it? So he says, first of all, first of all, 
He doesn't want to uh, scare the children. So Gehenim came in with them. He doesn't want to scare the children, number one. Number two, he said, doesn't even make sense. He says, Gehenim is fire. So what, Esau walked in with a fire under him? Gehenim was under him. It's just, uh, it's very strange to do it. And the third thing is, how did the Chazal know? How did the Chazal know that Gehenim came in with him? It says in the Pesach, it says, it says. So therefore he doesn't teach this. So now the Rebbe says, how did the Chazal know? How did the Chazal know Gehenim? So he says he doesn't know. That's why he keeps it out of his teachings. He doesn't want to confuse them, doesn't want to overwhelm them, and it doesn't, mean, it doesn't make sense to them. So the Balatanya told them, he had two candles on the table, even by the day- daytime. And he br- brought the two candles close, and he looked into his eyes. And he says to him as follows, I'll tell you how Chazal knew. Esav came in, and he said, I'm Esav, your b'chayr. Right? He says, who are you? So he says, I'm Esav, your oldest son, the one you told to bring food, and here's the food, so you should bless me. So he said, but Esav sold his birthright. He sold his b'chayrah. To Yaakov Avinu. So he wasn't the B'chayr anymore. So he was lying. So B'Sha'a, somebody comes in. And he lies. So the Gehenim, the Gehenim is opened, opened under him. He said, Lamashal, when somebody lives in Vilna, and he says that he lives in Zamut, when somebody says he's a Malama Tinaikas, he's trying to teach children Diktuk, and really he's trying to take away children from Yiddishkeit, when he walks into the room, the Gehenim walks in with him. So he, he, ran, he, he ran out of the room. <laughs> he ran out of the room. But what's the Havana here? We learn Gehenim and Ganeiden, it's like some, you know, six fla- spiritual six flags. You know what I mean? Like Ganeiden is like a nice park. Uh, in Israel they call it a Luna Park. What do they call it? Luna Park. And you have all the sushi in the world and all the cheesecake in the world and all the money in the world. <laughs> like a, a kid's dream. So this is not the physical stuff. And Gehenim is the opposite. What Chazal are really saying is, no, Esav walked in, there was Gehenim right there. I create my Ganeiden. I create my Gehenim. That's what he's saying. The, the life I live creates the atmosphere I live in. It creates the energy I live in. It creates the energy the person lives in. After 120 years, you can't fool yourself. It's open. The curtains are open. The glasses are transparent. <laughs> we see through everything. That's called Olam Ha'emes. Olam Ha'emes, where's Olam Ha'emes? Olam Ha'emes above Jupiter, above Mars. Olam Ha'emes is Vudalepst. Can Sleben and Olam Ha'emes here? Can Sleben and Olam Ha'shekin here? Emes is only in heaven. There's no Emes. Faket Emes merits titzmach. It's it's where the, where the where the person lives. So it says Mayan Ganem the Gane, the Ganem what creates the Ganeden what creates the energy that the Neshama can experience fully in Ganeden because over there there's no blockages is uh, is is is, th- is through the avoid of the Neshama down here. That was the Nakuda. that's what he continues. There's two, there's two dimensions that the neshama, that every person creates. A gili of pnimi and a gili of makif. We learned many times, pnimi means that which is internalized. It goes in. Makif literally means surround. It means that which encompasses, it encompasses you. It remains above. 
כי במצווה יש בייזה עניינם. מבחינת פנימיס המצווה ומבחינת מקיף. Why? If it's created through mitzvahs, mitzvahs have both dimensions. There's the pnimiyas that a mitzvah creates, and there's the makif, as I'll explain. The pratiyas, a mitzvahs, let's give an example in the specifics. Take mitzvahs of tzedakah. Take the mitzvah of tzedakah. So if you take the mitzvah of tzedakah, the marshal, he's going to quote now, this is from the haftoid of Yom Kippur, Yeshaya Hanavi, Pedek Nun Ches, you remember the Haftarah we read we read uh, on Shachris, Yom Kippur, by Mincha you read Mafta Yoyna, but uh, but in Shachris there's a there's a from Yeshaya, it's a very very uh, it's a very sharp Haftarah. Yeshaya Navi basically speaks about people who fast, they don't eat, they don't drink, but the way they treat widows and poor people is despicable. They're selfish, they're greedy. They are criminals. He, he elaborates a lot and he says, You think that's a fast day? That's a Yom Ratzon Lashem? That's not a fast day. And he continues, that's what he's going to quote now. You know what a real fast day is? When you untie people, when you let people free, when you stop oppressing them, when you stop crushing them, when you stop uh, um, behaving inappropriately to them. When you give to a hungry person your bread, and he continues, and, and poor people that have nothing, you'll give them a shelter, you'll bring them to a house. When you see a person who's naked, you'll give him clothes, and from your flesh, somebody who's close to you, your flesh, you won't hide your face. And then he says, Then your light will, will, will burst out like the morning. And your tzedakah will walk before you and the glory of Hashem will, will gather you in. That's the, that's the psukim that he's going to say now. So he says, take tzedakah. <laughs> to feed somebody, that's called pnimius. Why is it called pnimius? Because the food goes in. So he says, that's an example, Pasha, it's very physically. The, the, the pnimi is in a physical, tangible way. When I give somebody food and they eat the food, it goes in. It goes in. It's like also the interesting Mai said that there was once a chassid, he was a big baltzdok, and he came to the Balatanya, and he said that he feels very bad about himself because he gives a lot of tzedakah, but it's all for ego purposes. He loves the validation and the covet and the ego, and he feels good about himself. He taka gives. So, so he says, what type of tzedakah? He says, he feeds poor people, but it's all for ego. There's absolutely nothing lishma about it. There's no emes, it's all, no emes, no truth. So they say the Baltanya Fadveikitzich, he went into a meditative state for a few minutes, and he says, you say that it's not emes, it's not true. Aber de breit was de kinderlach essen, das is emes. When the milk was a trinken, das is emes. Could be what you're saying is right, but the bread is true. The, the milk, the, the milk. They can't eat your ego. They have to eat bread. The bread is emes. The bread is emes. So it's something very real. Yeah. So and it's and it's an important idea because we sometimes become so introspective. It's good to be introspective. But sometimes we become so introspective that it distorts the reality. It distorts the reality of what's happening. So he says, that element is p'chines p'nemiyas. He pushes feeding him. V'gam kisida adam v'chisisa p'chines makif. 
But then the Pasuk continues, when you see somebody who doesn't have clothes, you should give him clothes, that's already makif. And the Pasuk says both things. One is pnimius, like food, and one is levushim, garments. When you dress somebody who doesn't have clothes, it doesn't go, a, a garment doesn't it'll become internalized in the person. A levush is makif. So that which is true physically is just a reflection of that which is true spiritually. In every mitzvah, you have both of these elements. You have the pnimius of the mitzvah. That, was, that which is internalized becomes part of you. And then you have the makif of the mitzvah, which in Gashmius and Stoker is represented by these two things. And therefore the Navi says, in the continuation of this Haftarah, the last, the Pasuk Yudalad, he says, Oz, then tis'aneg al Hashem. You'll have pre- pleasure on Hashem. Which many people say in the Kiddush, Shabbos morning after davening. Oz tis'aneg al Hashem. So he says, al daika. The diuk here is the word al. Oz tis'aneg al Hashem. Which is a little strange, because us tisanig me Hashem, us tisanig bashem, tisanig al, al literally means on top, right? Above. So you can say it's just an expression, us tisanig al Hashem, you'll have pleasure from Hashem. He says, no, 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 the word is bidiyuk. Because in other places in Tanakh, there's other expressions. He says, bidiyuk, daik, kamashakasu, bezoya, parshas, vayachid, bezoya, is medayik, taka, al Hashem, vahainu. What's that al? So he says, When there's real tainug, it's pshat, that something is completely internalized. It's absorbed, it's nitfas, it's grasped, and niklat. Niklat means it's... Uh, you say the person is koilatit. That's nikla means it's really absorbed in the hasagas on the shamas, the pnimius. And then there is true pleasure and true nanos. There's different stages in understanding something. There's something you understand makif. It's like when you're trying to learn something and get it, and it's like it's like almost you feel it above your brain. Like it's it's not going in. Yeah, you say segeit nishtarayin. It doesn't mean physical. Physically segeit nishtarayin. It means you're 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 playing with it. You're toying with it. You're trying to open your brain. But then there's a stage in learning where ah, you could see the smile on people's faces. You know that moment where the person really understands it. I got it. I got it. It's it's inside. It's almost like physically, you you when you get something and it's in your hand and you you know you clinch your fist and it's inside. I have it. I really have it. So he says the seder is when there's a muskel. Muskel means an idea. An idea is called a muskel that's really grasped by the seichel. Seichel is the brain, the mind. So what happens is the seichel of a person is makif. It encompasses the muskel from every side and every angle. When you really get it, you have the beginning, you have the middle. Sometimes you have something, you know, fifty percent. He says mikol tzad from every angle. It's 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 fully, fully present. When you really, obviously, there's other layers that are deeper. That's going to be makif, but that's called pnimius because it's 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 mikol tzad from every angle. You hear sometimes somebody captured an idea and they express it. The structure, they have it mikol tzad. 
It's fully presented. Like Rashi says, to be a papir table. You know, you see a balabasta, you know, every angle is covered. It's a little pressure. It's a, it's a, it can be a lot of pressure. But you know what I mean? There's the appetizer, there's the first course, there's the main course, there's desserts. You have to pace yourself. But it's, it's the presentation. We call it from every angle. The muscle is grasped by the person. So this means the seichel is above the muscle because it's inside of me. My mind now has it. So that's the pshat. When something really comes in, you're above it. So he says that pshat ostis aneg al Hashem. Kivayachal, that the oirein soif, the havaya, he's al Hashem. Why? Because it's really, really inside of me. So the seichel is lamaylam and a muskel. V'zau inyan shirafim oimdim mimalek mashnez barbamakamacha. And Yecheskel Hanavi, the Maisim Merkava, Yecheskel sees the shirafim, the angels, oimdim, they're standing, mimaloi, above him. Who's him? The Adam, which is Hashem, sitting on the kise, on the throne, on the kise covered. Shirafim oimdim mimaloi. How can that be? Shirafim are standing higher than Hashem. He says, this is the vart. The vart is that this is a level of godliness that the Shrafim chap. And whenever you chap something, you're above it because it's inside of you. It's internalized. It really became part of you. So now you could say, Oztis Anig, Al Hashem. Shrafim Oimdim, Mimaloi. That's the level of Pnimius, that which can go in. But that's only one level. Then there's Gamab Chinas Makif. But then there's the Nikud of Ein Saif that remains transcendent. I can't say... I have it. No way. It's, it's mysterious. It's transcendent. And it's layer upon layer upon layer. Like the Baal Shem Tov once said, for every question, he said, I can give an answer. But for every answer, I have a question. <laughs> and yet for every question, I can give another answer. But for that answer, there'll be another question, which is true. What is true is, there's reality on one level. There's an answer. Yeah, you go up to a higher level, and suddenly... The Tadits turns into a kasha. What does a kasha mean? Every question is a is a window into a higher a higher reality, right? That's that's the beauty of a question. The beauty of a question is, I still don't get it, and sometimes you're in a place where the answer was enough, right? But then you become a little more elevated, and suddenly there's a question. We all know situations in life. I thought everything was perfect, right? And then suddenly cracks open up in the wall and it opens you up to what's really happening, right? When the leak, when it starts leaking, yeah, the problems didn't start when it starts leaking. The leak just exposed the issue. You're not always ready for that. Sometimes in life, you know, for 10 years you could be living in a certain matzah and then suddenly, boom, there's a crack here, a crack there, and the grace of Teretz becomes a kasha. Etc. Yeah, you understand. So that, in other words, there's that which is pnimis, that that which is makif. He says, There's an expression we say it in the tefillas of uh, of Yomim Neiroim from Scharia. His chitz, his arrow was shot out, it unleashed like a buttock, like a lightning. He says, what's that? That's an example 
when you have a lightning up, like we learned in the previous mime of Ovid Alevi, who you have a barakamavrik, uh, literally a, a lightning, uh, like Chachma, a lightning goes off in the person's moich, but you can't say it's nitvas viniklat, it was grasped and absorbed mamish in his hasaga. Yeah, he's toy for something, because you say a lightning went off, but it's more of a spontaneous, intuitive experience, but you still say, I don't have it. I don't have it. It's like a lightning. You don't own a lightning. You can't capture a lightning. It's intense. It clarifies a lot of things. The, the power of electricity and lightning is, is, is mind-staggering. What, what, what a lightning delivers. But because it's so intense, it doesn't stay with you. It comes and it goes. It's not something that's niklat. That's called makif. So you have two stages, and in every says in every mitzvah, there's the gili that's created by pnimius and makif. There's the lavush and there's the food, like when I feed the poor person. So you have us tisaneg al Hashem. You're above kivayachul because there's the nekuda of erin sev that you attack a teufus. You can really live with it. It's pnimius, and then there's that which remains above you, always above. It's always above. It challenges me. It's not, I, I'm never settled. Ah, I got it. <laughs> and, and, and we operate on both levels. There's that which you could be typhus bepnemius and that which makif. And remember, one person's makif is another person's pnemius. Right? What for one person is makif, for another person could be pnemius. It's, it's, it depends where you are in life. What's for one person completely transcendent is for another person internalized. What's for him transcendence is a much higher level. That's why there's endless levels of Ganeiden, like we said in many Maimons. Ganeiden, but endless levels. This is the Pshat. In Svarim, especially in Sifri Kabbalah, in Sifri Chsidis, and Musr, there's the concept of the garments of the soul in Ganeiden. That the neshama should be bound up in the bond of life, as the Navi says in Yeshaya, this haftarah that we're talking about from Yom Kippur. Kvoid Hashem Yasafcha, the glory of Hashem will gather you in. The Hainulias, Eidin Saif Baruchu, Makif, Olavu Malbisha, Visavivim, Mikol Tzat, Achiyin Nichlo, Eidin Saif Baruchu. Mamish Rabchin is Bittul Hasaga. This is where Eidin Saif is Makif and dresses up the person from every angle until the soul is subsumed. In Eidin Saif, Rabchin is Bittul Hasaga in the nullification of comprehension. Vizel Shamar Kvoid Hashem Yasafcha, Achar Kitira Adam Vichisisa, Shubchin is Makif Ulavush. So that's how you see the precision in the words. After you feed the poor man and you dress the poor man, then he says, The element of a mitzvah that's pnimi, that creates the ganeden of pnimi. And the element of a mitzvah that's makif, that creates the ganeden of makif. You understand? It's, it's just, the Ganeiden is just a revelation of the energy. That's Pratzchar Mitzvah Mitzvah. It says in Prikayavis, the reward of a mitzvah is a mitzvah. What does it mean, the reward of a mitzvah is a mitzvah? So many Mepharshim say the reward for doing a mitzvah is, you'll do another mitzvah. But we learned also another Maimonim in Bahar, Schar Mitzvah Mitzvah means that the Schar of the mitzvah is the mitzvah itself. It's experiencing the mitzvah. There's no greater Schar than that. The greatest Schar of the relationship is the relationship. It's not that you're going to get Cheerios. 
The, schar, the biggest schar mitzvah is the mitzvah itself. It's seeing what it is. It's experiencing what it is. Sometimes I don't see what it is. It's basically experiencing it fully. Therefore, Gan Eden is always you. It's not a separate thing. I create it because that's what it is. Gan Eden is the mitzvah. It's just the full experience of it. You understand the word? It's not, this, this, we look at Gan Eden like a paycheck. You do one thing which is a benefit, and the owner gives you a paycheck. That's not the vart. You create the paycheck. It's not, it's not a separate thing, right? You fix things in my house, I give you money. What's the connection? I need my air conditioner fixed. It's hot. It's your labor and time and talents. I give you a check. That's not the vart. The vart is you create the check. You, you create schar mitzvah is the mitzvah. Bemela, whatever I create, I create it. In a mitzvah, there's an element of pnimius, so that's one dimension of Gan Eden, that which I fully grasp and internalize. Ostisanik Alasha. And then there's the element of makif, like the garment with which I dress the poor man, not the food which I give him. What does that create? That creates bitalasog, vyatzakabarakhitsoi, the makif. That's the lavush of the Nishama in Gan Eden. There's the food of the Nishama in Gan Eden, that which I eat. And then there's the garment. I can't eat it. It's beyond me. I could be in this bottle in it. Like when a talus, a talus, you can't internalize a talus. <laughs> the whole definition of a talus is priso de malka, right? It encompasses me. In this bottle in the talus. Medek in the talus. Talus is an Indian of makif. Tfilin is more an Indian of pnimi. Yoreb Yosef. No, no, he's just showing how the... Just like in Zdaka, there's two elements. I can dress you and I can feed you. It exists on both levels. There's the physical stalker, the physical food that you're giving him, or the physical shirt that you're giving him. Yeah. No, no, you create an energy. You created an energy of love that's very powerful. Well, every mitzvah creates every mitzvah creates a real energy in yourself and in the world around you. Listen, a guy in China came home for dinner one night with a bat. I don't mean a bat, a bat, the, the, the insect, right? In Wuhan, yeah? And he fed it to his family and then he sneezed. And what happened? Huh? The world went crazy, yeah? For two years. The world went crazy from his sneeze. Why? He unleashed an energy. So that's in the most tangible way. One sneeze at Gebit Naganzevelt. And then he touched the doorknob. <laughs> and then somebody else touched the doorknob. But on any level, on any level, we unleash, we unleash an energy. And that energy, some things I can grasp, there it's internalized, and some things remain makif. That's quite Hashem, because covered is an Indian of makif. So now this is the, the, the idea of mayan ganim. Shun knesses Yisrael ibchines mayan hamashkes haganim. Knesses Yisrael, they're the well that irrigate the gardens. Liyas hamshachas tainug elyon meyadin seif baruchu meyalam alagili beganeidin elyon beganeidin atachten. To access the tainug, the divine pleasure from erdin seif, which is essentially stimu dechalstimin, it's beyond comprehension. And yet, to bring it out from concealment to actualization, we're in Ganem. There's the higher Ganeden, there's the lower Ganeden. Like he said, there's Machshavah, there's Dibur, there's Maisa. Vigilu Yizanim Shachgam Kin Lamata Benefesh Adam. That's Ganeden. But this is also true in the soul of the person. And here we come to the next words. Be'er Mayim Chayim. Li'ayspchin is Be'er Hanevas Mamata Lamayla. The person becomes a Be'er, a well, that flows in the opposite direction. 
unlike rainwater that descends from above, unlike water that's initially above the surface, the Be'er is noiveya, it flows mimata from a lower space, deep down in the earth, Lamaila. sometimes you can dig and dig and dig, and there's no water. You have to dig deeper and deeper and deeper, and then suddenly there's a Be'er, you discover, Hanoivas, which flows mimata Lamaila. Be'kiyu like the Pasuk says, you should love Hashem with your heart and soul. We say, Eilecha Hashem nafshi yesam. To you. David HaMelech says, to you Hashem, I lift up my soul. Nafshi esa. What's esa? When you lift something up, it's in a certain space and you elevate it. So Eilecha Hashem nafshi esa. This is the Be'er that flows not from a higher place to a lower place. Faket nafshi esa. I ichibuf my nefesh. I lift up my soul. We say in the morning, in the brachis, in brachis hashachar, the beginning, elikai neshama shenasata be tahirihi, right? Ata verasa ta yitzarta ta nafachta be ata meshamra bekirbi vaata asid little bemeni lachzida be lachzid lover. So calls mancha neshama bekirbi maida. What are we saying? Saying the neshama you created, you, it's, it's pure. You created, you formed it, you blew it into me. You watch it in me. Then we say you're going to take it away and you're going to give it back. As long as it's there, so he touches like this. So what's the point of this bracha? You're trying to bring out a certain akuda. The neshama is pure. You gave it to me. You're going to take it away. You're going to give it back. So therefore, the whole time that it's in me, calls mancha neshama bekirbi maidani lefanacha. Baruch atah Hashem amachzir neshamas levgod emesim. This is the first thing we say in the morning after Natilas Yadayim alakai neshama. So he touches Azay. Ata brasa teitzad vata asid little mimeni ve'ena nesuna laadam alakideshir yemei chayav. What's the point of this? It's trying to make a person into a bad mood, depressed. Like, don't think you're going to live forever, my dear. <laughs> The neshama I gave you, and then you say, but you're going to give it back. So he says he's trying to make a person aware of the of the truth of life. The soul is given to the person, according to the shear, the measurement of Yemei Chayav, the allotted time of his life. What we're trying to say in Elikai Neshama is how you should treat your day. He says the greatest tragedy happens when a person forgets that they're a soul. When a person starts thinking that they are really, really egocentric earthly beings. The Neshama Shunasatabi Tahire, he tells a person who you really are. Your infinite consciousness having a finite experience. That's who you are. Now it's hard because there's other voices inside of me, right? There's other voices that say, I'm not an infinite consciousness having a finite experience. I am a very, very 
finite and maybe even traumatized consciousness trying to have any experience or distracting myself from any experience. So this takes, I'm saying you could say the words, but he's not talking here about words. Like every mime, he's talking about experience. There's very different between saying words and experiencing. You know the difference, right? Huh? As somebody who uses a lot of words, I could tell you it's two different worlds. There's saying, right? Like the like the Maisa and the Batichava, right? You know the Maisa, huh? You know, ah, Zizokt, huh? Yeah, right? There was the, they say that the Batichava, his father-in-law, so he didn't understand this whole thing with the Baal and the Magad, what do you need it for? So he said, what do you go to the Magad for? What what are you, what? So he said, what does he teach? So he teaches, is a Sadar Got. So he calls in the maid, and he, she says, Sadar Got? She says, Avada. She says, look, this Kemalish Gefar in his rich. He could be a maid in this house. So he said, Sadar Gizokt, Zizokt, Unichves. In other words, they're saying words, and then there's experiencing words. He doesn't just mean vase in his brain. Vase means das, loshnis kashas vishabros. So the point in the morning is the person that says, who am I? Who is this I, that which I call I? So he says, you should realize, it's as pure as it gets, it's as light as it gets. In other words, all your negative perceptions about yourself, those are all it's all debukim, it's all attached things, toxicity that got glued onto you. What's the osid little? Not to make a person depressed, to be able to understand how they should look at life. How he said, how should you look at life? It's a journey. Oilamhaza is a journey. Don't let it define your life. Don't let that define your life. He says, Emes, the soul came into Oilamhaza. But he says, Yunikud has to be Eilecha Hashem Nafshiyas. Eilecha Hashem Nafshiyas means focus on Dveikas. Every moment you want to be focused on Dveikas. There's a word from the Baal Shem Tev. It says in Gemara in Erevin, I think that's Chav Beis, Amalei Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Shmuel told Rabbi Yehuda, Shinana, Hai Alma Kebehi Luladamya, Chatoi Vechel Chadevrti. This world is like a wedding, a chasana. What's Pshat? It's like a chasana. So the Baal Shem Tev said, a beautiful word, a wedding what happens at a wedding? A wedding, usually an event is an event. A wedding is an event. It can happen six months, and six months people are preparing for it. Six months. You need gowns mit, mit, with clothes, with garments, with a hall, with a caterer, with flowers, with a bar, with uh, music, with drinks, with everything, right? The hardest thing is who gets the kibbutzim under the chuppah. So mainly you prepare and prepare and prepare and prepare. And in the wedding itself, Right? There's the guests, and there's the cheers, and there's the cards, and there's the catering. There's so many different things that go into it. Those of you who made a chasana, no, the machtach bal the chasana, b'shot right? It can get very, very overwhelming and stressful, especially for the Ezra's notion, who don't know how to, uh, you know, detach as well as the men do. So it's very stressful. And the Ezra said, but what's the nekuda? The nekuda is one moment. What's the moment? at. <laughs> He puts the ring on the column. So he says like this, he can have a person, he gets so engulfed by everything that's going on, and he misses the Nekuda. So he says, This wedding is like a chasana. There's a lot going on here. There's shmogas boards with shmogas boards with Viennese tables, with a lot of bars. He says, but remember, there's a Nekuda. The Nekuda, He says, that's what I'm picking up. Im ain't ani li. Mili, if you forget that li, hadeet mekodesh li. 
So that's what he says. A person could never forget the Nekudah, that essentially you're, you're infinite. You're divine. You're going through the journey in Eilam Hazah. When you're going through the journey in Eilam Hazah, he, he says, you have to know what to take serious, what not to take serious. Commander Shadi Basar Kasfi means some things you have to throw over your shoulder. You throw it over your shoulder. Don't get, don't get, don't get so immersed in it. I love you, Zbarech Levadeh. Why? I am in Eilam Hazah. He says, no, no, no. You're the Mayim that's flowing through the Eretz to become a Be'er Mayim Chayim. What's the Nekud of a Be'er Mayim Chayim? As we said in the big, earlier, the freshest, cleanest, uh, most delicious, if you could say delicious, most uh, delightful water is the water that comes from the well, well springs below the earth. You would think over there would be the dirtiest water. It should go through filter after filter after filter. No, the earth has a filtering system that the Rebbeinu Shalom created. That water, as it flows through rocks and boulders, and it's found in crevices and and, and pockets and deposited in the earth. It has a fil- fil- tremendous filtering system. So he says, the neshama, as it goes through, it becomes a be'er mayim chayim, as it flows through the earth. It becomes more misbarren, more tzolol. You can't compare it to the neshama the way it's above the earth. The way the neshama is above the earth, it's pure, it's gewaldic. But the way the neshama goes through the journey of earth, it becomes so subtle, so crystal, so refined, so pure, precisely because of this journey. So he says, look at the Olam Hazet, the opportunity for you to be a Be'er. Don't get stuck. Don't decide one day you're dirty. Imagine the water is going through the dirt and then the water has an identity crisis. And the water says, I don't know if I'm water or I'm dirt. <laughs> if I'm clean, I'm filthy. No, 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 no. Don't do that. It's a journey through a Aretz. But you're not a Aretz. Ah, you're in Afar. I am in Afar. And I'm bedecked and I'm covered in dirt. He says, that's just for the filtering system to be able to bring out the purity of the Neshama. That's how you have to look at yourself in the whole journey of life. So you never get stuck anywhere in Olam Hazah. There's an expression, sometimes you feel in life that you're being buried. You're being buried, all this sand and earth is coming on top of you. But the truth is, you're not being buried, you're being planted. When you put a plant in the earth and you cover it, what happens? <laughs> a tree grows out. So here he says it a little differently. Sometimes I think I'm under the ground, bedecked with all this dirt and filth. He says, no, no, it's just a filtering system. It's a filtering system to bring out the clearest water. So he says, huh? That's what it is, yeah. He's, you can't compare. You're talking about ain't Saif, so Lagabe, a deeper level, there's, there's filtering because it's, it's infinite. Look, he says, you see, he says two things. First of all, and also the tigbeides of the nefesh over the nefesh abahamis to transform darkness into light. That transformation of darkness into light doesn't happen in the higher worlds. It happens only in this world. Because in this world I'm confronted with darkness. All types of darkness. Emotional, psychological, practical, inside, outside. That transformation... In other words, he's explaining, you have to know how it works scientifically, that it's not by mistake that the well water is the best water in the world, precisely because of its struggles 
precisely because it's very, very subtle and clandestine journeys through all of these winding, winding pathways, the porous earth, that's precisely what gives this water something that is unprecedented. You're not going to have it in rainwater. All the minerals as well. In other words, the earth becomes an asset. The earth doesn't become an enemy. The neshama that works with the nefesh of Bahamas, oops, it's a different type of neshama. You know, we can even see it in our own lives, right? You sometimes meet a person, and after speaking to them for a few minutes, you know that there's, there's, there's a light here. Because, and, and you'll always learn that there's a story. There's a story. You know, they were under the earth, they were under the ground, and they, they made their way through it. And when they emerge, there's just a, a depth and an authenticity and a, and a light and an inspiration that's unprecedented. Because all the darkness became an asset that you can't have above. There's no When darkness is transformed into light, it's a different quality of light. There's two types of light. There's light that's light. There's light that looks like darkness and you have to transform it. That light is of a different level. It's of a different caliber. It's, it's, not, it's not another type of light. You know, LED. and <laughs> it's, a different, it's a different caliber. It's a different echos of light. That light, the neshama only creates in its journey in Chayshach. Now, this doesn't mean it's easy. The journey of the water over there is a, is a, it's a tough journey to see how it happens under the earth. It's, it's, it's un- unbelievable. And sometimes you have to go a mile deep. It's not always you dig a few inches and you have, uh, you have water. But have grubbing and grubbing and grubbing and grubbing, right? Till you hit what's called the tahoim. You gotta go down deep. Meha tahoim. But it's there, the water is there. There's no shaila that there's, there's no question that the water is there. It's not, it's never a question. Ve'ila zois. Ve'ila zois. Ila zois means thus, hence. What's the maskana? Never ever think that you're a chumri, that you're be'etzem brute and thick and dense and dirty and filthy. I, I have all these challenges, I have all these nasiyanis, I have all these insecurities. He says it's a maiver. It's all, you have to be able to see the journey. It's a Never confuse the passageway with who you are and your destination. Right? Imagine you're waiting online in the airport. You know those lines in airports? Especially in Israel these days. Four hours. Right? <laughs> and you decide that's your destination. This is where you live. This is who you always were. No, no. Da may I in basa. Like we learned in the other Maimada. May I in basa. You're I in. What's ayin? Ayin is ain't soif. Ayin mazal Yisrael. So it's a maivril in It's a passageway. And you have to take the passageway seriously. You can't skip lines. <laughs> in the airport, maybe you could try. Good luck. If you have clear. Or uh, what is it called? Uh, t- t- pre-check, yeah. You could skip lines, right? It's a passageway. I don't want to skip the line because there's a journey. But if a person is in a car and you're on your way somewhere, right, you don't confuse the car with the destination, like the very famous story with the Magad of Mizrich. You know the Maisa? It's a beautiful story. The Magad lived a very, very simple life. 
he was also very, very poor, the Magad. He was a Malamad for many years, and he remained very poverty-stricken, even though he had so many Talmidim. So he had a Chaver from his youth. The Chaver from his youth came, in, came to visit him, and he saw, it's hard for us to imagine, when you say today poor, it's a different standard of poor in Ukraine in the 1700s. You just have to understand. Not that there's no poverty today, but you can't compare the levels of poverty. So uh, the Magid was, it was just, they said there was no, there was no, there was no normal chair in the house. There was no normal bed in the house. It was, it was terrible poverty. And this old friend of his came to see him. And he said, I don't understand. How does a person live this way? How does a person live this way? You're not like miserable with your life. You look happy. Why aren't you depressed? And it doesn't make sense. So the Magid says, no, no, I have beautiful furniture. I have beautiful furniture. He says, where is your beautiful furniture? He says, in my house. He says, what are you talking about? I'm looking at your house. So he asks him a question. He says, what do you do for a living? He goes to Leipzig. Leipzig in Germany was a, like a big, uh, what you call today, you know, a place where they have these international shows. So that was Leipzig in the olden days. No, actually, till today, till today in Leipzig they have it. You know, vendors from all over the world, you come to show off your schreiter. So that's what he did. He went to Leipzig and he would buy merchandise and he would sell it. So he said, how long is the journey? So it takes him around two weeks or three weeks. He journeys just before trains and he gets there and three weeks back and so forth. And he says, those three weeks, where do you sleep? He says, he sleeps in the wagon or he sleeps in an inn. He says, and where do you live? He says, I live in a beautiful house. He says, do you take all the furniture onto the wagon when you go... uh, when you go to Leipzig, all your bookcases, all your... He says, no. He says, why not? He says, Sanasia. <laughs> Sanasia, it's a journey. <laughs> so you don't have to take everything on the Nasia. He says, no. By me, I love Hazza, Nasia. He says, by me, I love Hazza, is the journey. Now, but, but, what does this mean? The Mime explain what it means. It, this can be taken in a very wrong way. It can be taken in a Musardika way. Not in a Chassidus way. Musadika mean, way means that if you have furniture in the house, it's a bad thing. Right? If you have, huh? It's not the vart. The vart is to just understand what part of it is the journey and what part of it is the essence. Right? A person lives in a beautiful home. The Gemara says, Could be an amazing for life, for children, for Vaidas Hashem. But only if you know what's the journey, what's the means, and what's the nekuda, what's the pnimius. Having a shmogas boy at a wedding is not a bad thing. Having music at a wedding is not a bad thing. It's a big mitzvah. Simchas chasam vekala. But if that becomes more important <laughs> than the chasin and the kala connecting to each other, then you have tzadus. Have a beautiful man. Tansavek. Right? But, but, kebehi luladamya. It's a journey when a person, their, their life becomes defined by, the furniture, by, the, by what size of the house I have. Or the watch I'm wearing, the suit I'm wearing, or the money. It's a beautiful thing. You have money and you have a suit and you have beautiful furniture. But he's saying, remember what's the maiver and what's the nekuda. And ultimately, it's not just Freilam Habits, Freilam Haza. In other words, everybody knows that when you see it all as a part of the journey, you can actually enjoy it. And if not, you become miserable. Why? Because first of all, it becomes so obsessive and it creates an emptiness that you're trying to fill and you can't fill it through that way. Why can't you fill it? Because a person needs their pnimius. So this is not an akuda against the inyanam of Elam Hazza. It's how you see it, how you perceive it. 
you know, they say about Reb Nachman that he once said, I saw Reb Nachman of Breslov once said that, uh, they said, what are, you, what are you trying to accomplish in your life? You're trying to find Elam Haba? He says, no, 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 Elam Haba, I know where Elam Haba is. I'm trying to find Elam Haza. <laughs> they said, what do you mean? What are you trying to find Elam Haza? This is Elam Haza. He says, no, this is Gehenim. Slavart. <laughs> I'm trying to find Elam Haza. What do you mean? That's right. He says, no, no. This is Nishkan Elam Haza. This is Gehenim. I'm looking for Elam Haza. Who is the Elam Haza, Abyssal? Give me Elam Haza. It's a very deep vart. You see, people sometimes have a lot of Elam Haza and they Gehenim. Not because Elam Haza is bad, because it's not Elam Haza, it's Gehenim. <laughs> he says, you want Elam Haza? Elam Haza is the place where the Neshama becomes truly pure. That's Elam Haza. That's Elam Haza. And then it's a good Elam Haza. There was a Talmud of the Baal Shem Tev on his deathbed. He looked out the window and he said something very powerful. It's in the Svarim. He said like this. He says, Veltala, Veltala. says, World, world. Vi bitter bistu, fadivas gloiben in there. Vi shein bistu, fadivas gloiben nisht in there. World, world. How miserable you can become for those who truly believe in you as the absolute objective of everything. And how beautiful you are for those who don't believe in you. What, what, what is he saying? The, 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 the Gashmi becomes much more real, much more normal when it's a facilitator for true relationships, for true substance, for true depth. It's a very delicate balance. It's a very delicate balance. Because you say, okay, so throw everything away. That's not the Vart. The Magitaka didn't need anything. But the Nekudu, that's what he's saying here. That's how you have to understand everything. He says, the whole Chumri is Haguf. It's a maivre, it's a maivre l'neshama. Ve'ikad ve'kusa t'yeh b'sharsha b'lekebchayim. So the dveikus ha'neshama is, don't think you're earthy, don't think you're filthy, don't think you're dirty. You're one nekuda, dveikus. What's dveikus? Dveikus is one v'davuk. Davuk means one connected with your shaydish, which is a lekebchayim. That's why we say, ata asid litla mimeni. You're not trying to, oh, by the way, you're going to die one day. Everybody knows that uh, people are mortal. What I have to say the brachas right away put me in a bad mood. Fine people, most people doesn't put in a bad mood because they're not thinking what they're saying. Baruch Hashem, so it's fine. But somebody who takes it seriously, the point is perspective. Perspective. Know what to obsess about. Know what to prioritize. Know what not to prioritize. And then you write to say love. It's also going to come back. But Mela calls mansha neshama bekirbi. I want Vekas because don't look at this journey in Elam Haza as a separate a separation. It's all part of the oneness. It's just the journey to become Be'er Mayim Chaya. So we have two Nekudas. We have Mayan Ganim and we have Be'er Mayim Chaya. Mayan Ganim is the Mayan that irrigates the Ganim, Ganeid Nalyan, Ganeid Natachtan. Then there's the Be'er Mayim Chayim, what the Nefesh itself goes through. As the nefesh, mayad ganem is how the neshama irrigates the ganem, and then there's the neshama itself what it goes through. As it comes down here, it's a be'er, but the be'er mayim chayim, the chayim, 
the real Chayim, the Mayim Chayim, which is only only spring water that's vibrating and pulsating, that it experiences in its journey dafka in Olam Hazah with Olam Hazah. Okay, we'll take a break here. Be'ezir Hashem Thursday morning, 7.45. Everybody have a beautiful and wonderful day. And turn the Be'ed into Be'er Mayim Chayim. Okay, it's a pleasure to have you. Fargus on Tehet. The person himself is saying it. Sounds like someone's telling them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking to myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. My Rabzusha, we said... Rabzusha, the same Maisa. I never had a bad day. So what's the, what is, what is Reb Nachman mean by the Gehenna? What does he mean by Gehenna? Reb Nachman had a very hard life. Reb Nachman had internally a hard life. Reb Nachman internally was suffered a lot. Read Lekutim Maran. Oh, Hadbanach, Mazel Tov, Tavana Sachnachas, Larichis Yom Rishonim Tovus, Ba'er Mayim Chayim. Ah. Ah. Shtetan Tanya paid a key as Torahs Pnimi and Mitzvahs as Makif. Or bedazokter maybe pratis and Mitzvahs alone the beda. Emes. Yeah, yeah. Ah, you know the Maisa with Alter Rebbe also moyed the Kamais. You know the Maisa when they came to arrest him, Tovkuf Nuntes after Sukkos, a day after Sukkos, he was wearing he was davening in his house. He was wearing tefillin. So the Russian, uh, the Russian police, the Russian uh, policeman who came to arrest him, when he saw that he was in Tefillin, he went away. He saw. So uh, there was a chassid there. So he asked the Balatanya, he says, what happens? He says, it says in Chumash, So the Gemara says in Brachas, They'll see Tefillin then and they're scared. So he said, I also wear Tefillin. And nobody gets scared of me. So he says, it doesn't say, Elu Tfilin Sha'al Harosh. It says, Elu Tfilin Sha'birosh. <laughs> you hear? It doesn't say Tfilin on the head. It's Tfilin in the head. <laughs> they have to see the Tfilin in the head, not on the head. <laughs> That's Pshat Pnimi. Two things doesn't eat Kavona, they say. Tzdoka and Mikveh. Mikveh, yeah. Tzvei Zachen, yeah. Yes, I'm trying to understand. What else did you know? No, in other words, the pool of stuck itself is the most powerful thing. The mitzvah generates earning soif, and that's Ganadin. That is Ganadin. It says in Zoyar, no, it says in Zoyar that a raisa, Torah, or Tfilah without Kavana, like Parchala Ela, doesn't go up. What does it mean it doesn't go up? It starts flying like a bird without wings. The bird is kosher, it's not treif. Nitla agapek shedes in chulim. But it doesn't go up. It doesn't fly. What's pshat doesn't go up? It doesn't go up means I can't experience, pashtun and simple, I can't experience the gilui of the ruchnius of what's happening. A person is davening. The Balshamtiv once said that it's a miracle that after davening he stays alive. Well, what's the. I don't have such a miracle that I stay alive after davening. I mean, every moment of life is a miracle. After davening, he shouldn't have been alive. Well, whoa, whoa, what happened? Something happened, yeah? In this time. Huh? Yeah. So the point is 
that so that, that Ganeiden is we say Ganeiden is an Olam Habri Olam Habri. Where's Olam Habri? Olam Habri means a deeper dimension of reality. When a neshama leaves the guf, every neshama experiences it because there's no guf. But it's not, it's not it's not somewhere there. It's a dimension of life. The pnimius of a mitzvah is that. That's what the mitzvah generates. The question is, how much is my mind open to perceive any of that? When you say a mitzvah inspires, it elevates, but it may not. It may just be as boring as it gets. Why is that? Because I'm only experiencing the most technical, technical way, which is also amazing. In Ganeiden, you experience the full brightness of it. But where's that Ganeiden? Depends where you are. Esav walked in with Gan Eden. It says, Vayarech is Reich B'gadov. What does Rashi say? Nichnesim Reich Gan Eden. Yaakov walked in with Gan Eden, and then Esav walked in with Gehenna. That's what Kavon is. So Kavon doesn't create the mitzvah. Kavon opens up to the light that's unleashed. And of course, there's endless levels in that too, what Kavon is. Tanya from Perik Lamed Ches and on is dedicated to that theme. Yeah, Why you need Kavon? It's an interesting example because I just talked there. Absolutely, you don't need Kavon before. Gemara says you don't need Kavon. Right. It doesn't mean that Kavon. It doesn't mean. Harayzet Tzadik Gamar. Harayzet Tzadik Gamar. Yeah. Okay. So what? Is, what is? So what is Pshat? How did Rabbi Nachman actually? Rabbi Nachman was saying something very deep. They asked him now, what are you looking for? He said, I'm looking for Elam Haza. Yeah, not Elam Haba. No Elam Haba. So it's a very sharp word. It's a be- very powerful. It's... Listen, Reb Nachman knew what pain was. There's, there's people who have a lot, a lot of pain. So if you say the purpose is Elam Haza, some people love Elam Haza, Baruch Hashem. But there's people, yeah, I get emails almost every single day. And there's usually an email there. You know, I'm waiting for the day that, you know, God takes me. What is that? This pain is so profound that this is Elam Haza. This is the grace Elam Haza. Some people don't. They sit on their porch. They drink a pina colada, right? They watch a clip. And everything is beautiful. And you know what? They do a grill. Yeah, they, 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 they flip burgers near a swimming pool, and life is amazing, and, and it, that's beautiful, and you could only be happy for such a person. But you can't say that about everybody. And even those people also have some pain in their life, usually. That pleasure is what? 20 minutes, 25 minutes? Right, so if that pleasure if that pleasure doesn't lead to relationships, it's usually very short-lived. It, 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 you'll see, if that pleasure, just like a beautiful house, but if the energy in the house is miserable, if the husband and wife don't get along, you can have 19 bedrooms in your house, you can have nine and a half bathrooms, of course I have to, for the guests, right? And you can have an indoor pool and an outdoor pool and a schwitz in each one, which is beautiful. But if the, if the husband and wife don't get along, Lamarshal, or the kids are miserable, so the whole thing becomes just like a, a empty shell of an egg. You look at it, you know, he paid $6 million for it, and it's miserable. Why? Because it became the buck stops here. If the buck stops here, even Elam Haza won't be there. If the Elam Haza, if, if, if it opens you up, it's an opportunity for relationships, for family life, for love, for Frachnasus Archim, for Kedusha, for Pnimius, the Elam Haza is a different Elam Haza.
I don't have to tell you, you dealt with wealthy people. You know, people who have a lot of money in the world, and they're, they're pushing the... The Rebbe once spoke... Money. Don't say money means nothing. That's Somebody who doesn't have it, it means a lot. If somebody doesn't have money, I have to pay tuition or a mortgage. It means a lot for their mental health too. It's not... Uh, you see, that's what I'm saying. It's very easy to become radical and say it's nothing. It's not what he's saying. You have to know what's the journey, what's the what's the maivin, and what's the pnimius. That's it. The Rebbe once spoke uh, Steve, Steve. What was his name? Hughes. There was a a, a billionaire. Uh, Howard, Hughes. Howard Hughes. Yeah, he died. I think in seventy six. So Yeralof Nissen, Lamedvav, the Fabrengen. The Rebbe dedicated a sicha to him. One of the richest people in the world. How miserable he was, because he was so paranoid and terrified. Huh? so he spoke about how you can have everything. But it's about attitude, you know, how you perceive it, who are you, what's the money. When, so the, money is a gewaltige brach in the world. <laughs> how do you do tzedakah without money? But, but if it's, it, there always needs to be perspective. Who am I? Why am I here? And what the gashmis is about. And then fakert, elam could be elam This class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.